0: This next episode has some very sensitive content, and some people might find it triggering. Just letting you know ahead of time, because it does involve some mention of child abuse, sexual abuse, and other horrible types of of abuse, including self-inflicted wounds. I'm just letting you know ahead of time, so if you think it might be a little bit too much, maybe you can press stop and listen to another one of my episodes. Okay? Just looking out for you. Welcome to STAT, I'm telling you all. Medical true crime stories and it gets bizarre. Karen Wickiam, yeah she used to work in the ER. And now she's sharing the knowledge, so let's get involved. Funny and scary at the same time. Medical mysteries, all facts, she ain't lying. (laughs) So tune in to STAT, if you dare. Cause crazy things can happen anytime, anywhere, (laughs) yeah. Hello, 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 everybody out there in podcast land. This is STAT, Shocking Traumas and Treatments, and I am your host, Karen Wickham, coming to you from beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Welcome back. Let's just get into this right away. I'm going to play you some clips that'll tell the story of a woman by the name of Gretchen, who has DID. I think this will outline the complexities of the disorder and what someone goes through when they have it. And it's also a story of courage, of someone trying to conquer the demons in their past and move forward with their life. Gretchen looks like an all-American girl. Medium height, thin, curly, dark brown hair, youthful looking, She is divorced and a mother of two children, who she rarely gets to see.
1: It just hit me that I'm 34 and that I should be, you know, with my kids, mothering my kids, and I should already have a career and I should already be somewhere
0: doing something. For most of Gretchen's life, she has had many psychiatric struggles. She had been to see many, many doctors, but no doctor could identify the cause of her suffering. I, I always felt different.
1: I didn't feel like I was like everyone else or anyone else. Um, and I thought I was crazy. And I would hear that in my head too. We are so good at hiding ourselves and appearing normal. I don't want people to think I'm crazy. I don't want to appear abnormal in any way. I want to fit in.
0: At the time of this documentary, Gretchen was going to school to attain her degree in the studies of art, painting, and sculpture. School was difficult for her. When she felt overwhelmed and threatened, she would have to find a safe place to be. During these times of being triggered, she would often get up and run. What you're going to hear is one of Gretchen's more hostile alters coming up, and the name of this hostile is Myself. I I just seem to pick up concepts faster.
1: She gets so nervous and stuff. She gets so overwhelmed that she can't think clearly. Um, She becomes frightened, she becomes depressed and non-functional. She just doesn't function. She, She will just sit and do nothing.
0: When Gretchen switches, she enters a state of amnesia. It's like she is locked up in a dark room without sight, without sound. She loses track of time, hours, days, weeks, or more. The best way she learned how to communicate between the alters was through journaling. And Gretchen and the altars would hopefully learn what happened during that time. And Gretchen is usually able to identify who comes out by their style of writing, what age they seem to be by that writing, and the words they use and how they describe things.
1: When others come out, I I don't always know what's happening. What happens to me is I I get pulled in. I feel like I'm just shutting down. I'm, I'm very far away. I can't, and I have no conscious awareness of what's going on out here. I requested when we started this that please, when someone is out, will they please write the date, the day, and the time, and where they were, who they might have seen, if they would please give me an idea of where the body's been. Because it was hard for me not to know where this body's been, to come out and find myself in a place or realize that half a day's been, half a day's gone. Did we go to class? Did we
0: meet who we were supposed to meet? During this time, while at school in the art studio, Gretchen had been triggered and one of her more aggressive self-mutilating alters comes out and attacked her body by cutting her severely. It happens outside of Gretchen's knowledge and control. The mutilation has been going on for a long time. She's had over a hundred cuts inflicted all over her body. The cutting is becoming more and more serious. Life for Gretchen is becoming unmanageable, and her symptoms are more and more serious. She cut pretty seriously, and and and
1: left it left it in the book for me. I mean, I was when I came out, I was I was a mess. I was covered, and the book was covered with blood. And, oh, we got cut. Last I remember, it was 10.30 or 11 o'clock at night. And I don't remember anymore. I didn't know that we'd been cut till the next afternoon. I need to clean this up. I need to know what happened to me so that I can deal with it and, and heal from it. I can't heal from something. I don't know what it's about. I need, I need to understand it as best I can so that I can
0: go on with my life. Gretchen begins treatment at a hospital in Texas that specializes in helping people with D.I.D. Next, you will hear Gretchen getting treatment by her psychologist, Dr. Kevin, as he helps her through the healing process.
2: You've been asking for a long time, years, you've been asking inside to get memories, to complete memories, to know what's going on in there. And now it's happening it, it feels real
1: close i've come to the point where I, I pretty much accept that something happened to me and that i was sexually abused when i try to think that um of who it might might be and i and i i seem to get i'm getting closer and closer to feeling like um, I, may, I may know who that might be, or, or it may probably be, that doesn't fit with what I know that I experienced and that I saw and that I hear and that I, it, um, everything fits, but it doesn't fit.
0: One of the things that is so confusing to Gretchen is that what she remembers does not fit to what's going on with her. She recalls herself as having a wonderful life, a wonderful childhood, but in therapy, personalities start to emerge that Gretchen is not aware with. Dr. Kevin starts to ask her questions to piece together what's happened. The personality that starts to emerge is a frightened child who describes the approach of the abuser.
1: If I get real small, if I get real, real small,
2: we're still in Texas. It's 1992. You're safe. But I know this is a real scary memory. What are you seeing? Big,
1: big, 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 big hands. Big
2: hands. What's happening with the big hands?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I do
0: as you can hear, Gretchen's young altar is rocking violently in bed, intentionally hitting her head on the wall. The memory is too much for her. She tries to escape. Gretchen is getting closer and closer to remembering what happened to her.
1: Big, big huh. big
0: They end the session as it is becoming too much for her, and she starts to shut down. But soon after, another altar emerges as she is flipping through her journal. Once again, you'll meet the altar called myself. (coughs) Who's here? (coughs) Uh,
1: It's myself. (laughs) The best thing about journal writing is we just come popping out. Um, That's my writing. That's my writing. See, I go on for pages. That's Gretchen's writing.
2: You used to hurt Gretchen?
1: I would do anything to destroy anything she did and to hurt her in any way I could. And I used to be one of those inside that belittled belittled her and called her names and swore at her and and hurt her. I I cut the shit out of her. And and I'm very good at it. I'm the one who severed the artery and the four tendons. Why did you do that? I I wanted to kill her. I hate her. What did she do? I stopped growing at 14 because that's when she began becoming interested in in boys and dating and all of that. And I hated it. I didn't want any part of it. So I, I quit. I wasn't going to be any more than 14. Because nobody was ever going to touch me. and whenever that would happen with Gretchen, it would hurt me, and I would hate it. and would hate her, and I would hate her for letting that happen,
0: so I cut her. There is so much inner turmoil going on. Gretchen wants to find the answers to what is happening to her. Her alters were born to protect her. The alters are doing their job. They don't want Gretchen to hurt. So they resist. They resist the treatment. As the therapy becomes more intense, the harm done by her alters to the body come more often and are more serious. Gretchen often surfaces back to a body full of cuts and bruises and other injuries. She has terrible feelings of anxiety and fear. Therapy is controversial. Some people with DID want to combine all of their alters into one unfragmented person. While others do not want that, they want their alters to be treated fairly and respectful, given the chance to use their roles in harmony, to coexist, not to kill them off. It really depends on the person. Treatment is carried out based on that, on an individual basis. It's considered controversial, and each psychiatrist, psychologist, and therapist has their own methodology. This is a question I've asked myself, would I want to assimilate all my alters into one or let them live separately as a family? I don't know. I can see why someone would want both. I can also see how they can progress and heal from the trauma with either or, if they desire. We all have fragmented aspects of our personalities in one shape or form. We behave differently in a variety of situations, whether it be during relaxation and happiness or an extreme stress or threat. This is why I fully believe that DID is real. Many do not. Many think that these people who have suffered extreme abuse and torture and trauma are faking. DID proves how incredible our minds are. We have the ability to transform and protect and heal. People with DID have developed it as a coping mechanism. It shows the incredible strength and courage they had to live and survive. There are some people that might fake DID, but DID is real. Gretchen's alters felt great pressure to be heard and recognized. And as the treatment team was getting closer to finding out the real nature of her abuse, more and more alters started to emerge. These doctors decided to use sodium pentothal, also known as True Serum, to help relax Gretchen and hopefully ease the distress for the alters. Sodium pentothal is a barbiturate that acts on the central nervous system, which it depresses to calm anxiety, induce drowsiness, eliminate pain, and it can actually fully sedate or consciously sedate someone. Its effectiveness is controversial. It is an addictive drug and unsafe if used outside of doctor supervision. Another thing that doctors did during Gretchen's treatment was use physical restraints because the fear was, that if she became violent or violent alters came out, they would cause injury to her and the staff. I have had to use physical restraints on people in the emerge due to their violence, violent behavior, either towards us or themselves. And I did not like using it. But this decision is never taken lightly as they are used with strict monitoring. There are many rules and regulations put in place to ensure the safety of the person being restrained It is a last resort treatment and only used for as long as it needs to be. I'm not about to debate this right now. At the moment, I'll leave it to you to decide. You're about to hear an excerpt of this treatment. The doctor begins asking Gretchen questions.
2: The incident we were talking about yesterday with Gretchen as a child in the corner and the legs coming in, what do you know about that?
1: Yes, they're still there.
2: Okay. Stay with the bathroom for a moment. Then what happened? They um. Need everybody to stay in the bathroom this time. Let's finish this.
1: They they moved in the bathroom over to us.
2: And then what? And
1: then there was a penis in our mouth.
2: Yeah. Yuck. Whose penis was it?
1: I don't know. Okay. Uh, Yeah, what do you see? My jaw hurts. My mouth hurts. I can't breathe. I can't breathe.
0: Gretchen begins to show extreme distress, and she begins to thrash around in her bed. As this is going on, one of her most protective and dangerous altars comes out. It's name is Enigma.
2: Enigma, what, hap- what happens to you if the puzzle gets solved? Huh? Are you punished in some way? She- did- I'll kill
1: her before you kill her! I'll kill her before you kill her!
2: Guess what? The good news is I'm not going to kill her. There's no punishment. I'm not going to hurt her. And I have no intentions of killing her. We're going to keep her safe. And that's where I need your help she belongs in the bed no she, she doesn't no No, that's what the abuser said and it was not true <laughs> Enigma's job is to kill the body should these memories come out uh, and you hear halfway through the interview her saying uh, I'll kill her before you do uh, makes me wonder if there was some kind of threat that says if you ever talk we'll kill you
0: After the treatment, Gretchen is exhausted and one of her more playful child alters comes out to help relieve the stress and bring some more light and fun to the body. And
1: this is kind of what I look like. That's about how old I am, that picture. She looks pretty happy. And on the picture I cut out... How old are you? I'm eight. We haven't had a co- very good couple of days. Er- everything's been, um, everyone's been up in arms.
2: Yeah, what's been going on?
1: Well, I don't know all, all of the details, but um, there's been a lot of people that are upset and hurting inside, and hurting, hurting stomachs and hurting throats, and the worst part is hurting hearts. Sometimes our hearts, we have hurting hearts but I try to just help out, plus I get to have some fun myself, if I'm out I get to do something, I don't always have to work.
0: Later, Dr. Kevin has Gretchen watch the video of the last session. She begins to withdraw into herself as she likely had did as a child. An enigma surfaces again.
2: You're me! I know, I know. Get off my feet! Get off my
1: feet! Hey. Do not
2: touch this face!
1: Do not touch his face!
2: Is that what happened during the abuse? It is, isn't it? Go ahead,
1: go ahead, kill this body, kill this body. Go ahead, kill this body. We shall always remain! We shall always remain! We shall
2: always be in love. We shall always be. You're not evil. And you're not a demon. You're not a demon. I don't, I don't know what you were taught, but it's not true.
0: The first time that Gretchen and her altars see the evidence and hear it, it all becomes very real. They try to deny it and fight. It is almost too much for them to bear. As they are relieving the torture and abuse again as if it were the exact moment that it was happening. They were faced with the reality of the trauma and the pain. It's a shock to the system. And like shock, it can be very dangerous. Later that day, the doctor visits again to see how Gretchen is doing. The doctor encourages her.
2: What was going on at the time that you disappeared? What was the last thing you remember?
0: Um I was
1: getting some threats and getting...
2: I hear you. And part of what we're going to hope to get to is where you get to find out that you don't have to leave and you may be stronger by staying, because you are more powerful than you think you are.
0: Thank you. Four months later, Gretchen felt that she knew who her abuser was, and she was healing and taking more control of her life. She graduated with a degree in Bachelor of Arts in the top one percent of her class, summa cum
1: I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for the the survival of this body. And and more than just the survival of this body, I don't I don't want to just survive. I have been just surviving for a long time. This isn't. This is no way to live. I would like to begin living and feeling and. not just existing.
0: Wow. That is an incredible story. It shook me. As I'm sure it has shaken you. As I said, I had done a lot of research on this and scoured the internet for different documentaries and and films and just anybody out there that could tell their story. Things are a lot different now. I found many channels on YouTube where people have come out and they've talked about their dissociative identity disorder and they're very, very, very brave and courageous and they're educating the world on what this is all about. And as I was searching I wasn't able to find any updated information on Gretchen unfortunately Maybe you guys will, and if you happen to, please let me know and direct me to that or or send me a link, but I don't know what happened to her after that and I would love to find out. I hope that you've taken something away from this if you feel like you know a little bit more about DID. And uh, I think it's important that we discuss as often as we can mental health issues so that we can open the doors for opportunity for everybody that suffers I don't like the word "suffers," but has to cope with various different mental health issues. Let's stop the stigma. Let's stop labeling each other and labeling people. Just realize that this big bad world is full of a lot of good as well and that we're all going through something some people a lot worse and some people not so much but let's just open our arms and embrace and love and care take care of each other and most importantly take care of yourself peace one love true crime and it gets none realer sometimes it'll be the cure that'll kill you gotta watch out yeah you gotta watch it back because you don't want to be another episode on stat thank you for tuning in learn a thing or two these medical mysteries can be unbelievable yeah subscribe make sure you do that so you'll be tuned in and be ready for the next show stack